It's a Monday night and it's just gone seven o'clock. Welcome to it. What's involved? I hope you've had a, a pleasant uh, weekend, all things considered. Uh, I thought tonight it's been a long time, so I thought what we would do uh, is first and foremost say uh, thank you very much. Uh, the podcast is now of the What's Involved show, now being downloaded in around about 14 countries around the world. Uh, so that is very good news, uh, not to mention uh, all of the Facebook shares and likes and all of those goodies and bits and pieces. So uh, if you are involved uh, with that, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm joined on the line now for the first time in this new year by Internet Marketing Guru extraordinaire, Andy Brocklehurst. How are you, Andy? I'm good, David. How are you? I can't believe it's March already. Yeah. Last time we spoke was before Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah, and no, we were like, okay, we're going to do this again, we're going to do this again, and then, then sort of life and the new year happened. Yeah, I, that's right, yeah, exactly. And we've all be, just been busy, and, and then it comes together as it always does, so that's good. Yeah, so uh, we, we haven't chatted for a while, and... Uh, uh, the big news, of course, uh, is this this whole uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus, going all over the place. Everything's getting cancelled. Uh, even here in South Africa, apparently, you know, things are, are, are people are getting uh, quite scared and quite nervous. But that shouldn't affect the internet marketing world, should it? No, it should be, be- it should be good news for us, yeah. on the whole. Um, because... When people, as, as companies and organizations take these measures and so they are encouraging certain people to work at home at the moment, you've also got people that are now getting a little bit more afraid of going out. And I'm not saying whether they should or they shouldn't. They're grown-ups. They make their own decision based on the facts that they're given. Uh, but one thing's for sure is that times like this, people look even more at... Um, at stuff on the internet because they when you when you seclude yourself and do sort of self-isolation what are you going to do sit at home and you what are you going to do sit on the internet because yeah. that's your form of communication with the world and how you can get your news and everything else so for online marketers uh i would actually expect this obviously a dreadful thing that i wouldn't wish on anybody but i would see it as uh, from a business point of view, you can certainly see positives. I know markets are tumbling and things like that, but us guys that work at home, I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, I, I noticed today. I mean, a, a couple of the bits and pieces that that uh, that I'm subscribed to are in in dollars, and that was like sixteen dollars to the rand. And the last I saw, uh, twenty one rand. Yeah, sixteen rand wow. to the dollar. Let me be accurate there, and twenty one rand to the British pound. So, uh, if you could travel, this would be a great time to come and visit us. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What is happening in the world of, of, of internet marketing at the moment, Andy? Because um, I've noticed over the last while, I don't know if this is just a, a, the, the beginning of the year thing, but there's been a lot of stuff that's that's been released on on places like uh, uh, Worry the, the Warrior Plus and, and a couple of those those others, um, and. I, yeah, I don't know where to look to find anything interesting I these think, days because that was mostly I, crap. Yes. <laughs> I think, sadly, the the marketplaces that become known for this become known for it because they don't really have any uh, real checks and balances in place. They claim that they have a review process, but that review process is weak, to say the least, um and who gets uh what gets a blind eye turned to it very much depends on who you know not on we're making this a clean marketplace so 
and I'm not I'm not saying the platform you mentioned or any other. I'm just saying platforms in general. This happens to because they try and find a balance between making money and keeping it ethical. And yeah. of course, you're always going to make more money if you let more rubbish onto your system because uh, and and hide behind the excuse. Well, we're just the payment processor; it's not our fault. Um, and this is why ClickBank has rebuilt its reputation. It, at, at one point, ClickBank was considered a you know a, an awful marketplace because it was full of you know and and eventually. They realised because of their status, they want to, you know, as a bank almost, that, that they had certain things, certain other authorities they had to answer to that were going to hold them accountable. And so they clean their act up. And now, as a digital marketplace, anyone that buys on ClickBank knows they're safe because if the vendor doesn't give you a refund, you just talk to ClickBank and they'll sort it out. Which so is... it takes away all the shady nonsense that goes on. Uh, and ClickBank have a very fairly rigid, I'm not going to say it's the best because I see some things on sales pages that I don't think should be there, but on the whole, the sales pages on ClickBank all pass and get, you know, FTC and all the other legal obligations that they have. Mm -hmm. So, I just think that the other marketplaces that we're seeing a lot of crap in at the moment, they just, if they don't tighten their game, they're going to get known for it and they'll end up going out of business because everyone will just stop buying from them. Mm. Uh, or they can just tighten it up a little bit more and actually say, no, we are really going to be accountable for what's on our platform. And I think and I think they should, and I think long-term that's where it's going to go because, you know, you can only get ripped off so many times. And then, you know, if, if you're somebody that's sitting in a place like South Africa now wanting to, to try and get online, to try and do some online marketing, make some money online, um, you know, those are the places that pop up and you look at that and you think, oh, okay, well, you know, so-and-so says this is great and there's there's all this wonderful social proof um, and you buy it and it's an absolute load of rubbish and oftentimes you, you can't afford it. Um, and as you get a bit more experienced, you start to, to see that, uh, you know, there's a there's a lot of trickery and fakery out there and that's one of the reasons that, that we enjoy talking to you and, uh, you know, because uh, you and Kurt uh, have founded something called Society Eleven, we spoke about it rather extensively last year. Um, there was there was talk towards the end of the year you were going to close membership down. Um, have your arms been twisted, or is it in fact closed yet? We right. What we did, we did close it at the price it was at. You, no, no one can get it at that price anymore. It will never be offered at that price ever again. Uh, but we what we haven't done is hit. We've also we set two numbers. We set a cap on members and. Our, 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 our cap for Society 11 that we're aiming for is 500 members in there. Mm-hmm. And so what we have said is that uh, we will leave the doors open until we hit that cap. We've always said that that cap was there. Um, so what we've done is we've been honest as much as we closed the offer that existed yeah. and the price has now gone up. Okay. Uh, but uh, you can still get in. Good, because it's one of the things, if you're in the slightest bit interested in, in trying to make some money online, figuring it all out, um, Society 11 is the place to go because there's there's a great bunch of people there. Um, they're all happy to help. They'll give you opinions. Um, I've had some great advice, um, particularly from yourself, uh, 
which uh, mainly in, in revolved around get off your butt and do something. Um, but uh, oh, it does. <laughs> you know, you can't just buy the product and hope that the, the thing will work for you. You've actually got to, you've got to put in a, a whole bunch of work. But let's talk a little bit about that when we come back, Andy, if we could. Um, a little bit about, you know, I'm, I'm sitting wherever I am in the world now and I'm thinking, I need to do something. Um, you know, we've got the scare on at the moment. I'm being forced to stay at home, whatever the case may be. Who knows what the future holds? Um, maybe, you know, with all the economies going somewhere, uh, I might be out of a job. Where do I start online? So when we come back, can we get into that a little bit? Yes. Fantastic stuff. We'll be back in just a little bit with uh, Andy, uh, geez, Andy Brocklist. My brain is not working tonight. Uh, marketing guru Andy Brocklist, all the way from uh, the UK, um, one of the founders of Society11, one of the best uh, membership sites uh, and a great bunch of guys I've found. It is what's involved. A Monday night, we'll be back with Andy in just a bit. On the line right now, uh, we have Andy Brocklist, our internet marketing guru. So, Andy, before the break, we, we should uh, let's talk. I mean, you know, you're stuck at home now, wherever you are, um, and you're thinking, shish, maybe I should look at something. Maybe I should start something online. Um, the first thing I think we should say is it's, it's not very difficult, but it does take work. Yes. There's um, – okay, this is where I would start. Yes. You need – most people fail because they go, they go in it from the wrong angle. They go, I need to make money – how can I make money online? And that's not the right question. The right question is, what's something I absolutely love? How can I monetize it? Mm -hmm. And the reason that's important is because when you first set out doing this stuff, if you pick a topic that you aren't really genuinely enthusiastic about, you're going to get bored of writing blog posts about it and sharing on social media and reading about it and talking about it all the time. Mm -hmm. So you have to have a passion and a love for the topic. I, I firmly believe you can take just about any hobby or interest or um, love of something and you can find a way to monetize it online. So that's, that's, that has to be the starting point. That's where so many people get it wrong. They go, how can I make money? Oh, I know I'll buy this course on how to make money. And that's, that's not where you want to start. You want to go, what do I love? How can I monetize it? And the way that you monetize it is going to be by using old school marketing techniques that have worked for years and still work today. Um, and those are the things that you need to put a little bit of time and effort into, into learning. Okay. And obviously now this is something that you've done and you've done it over many, many years. Um, but you weren't always in internet marketing, were you? No, no, not at all. I've, I was a software developer. Uh, I've worked in retail. I, 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 before, when I left school, my, my employment history looked really bizarre. I mean, I, I, was, I jumped from job to job to job trying different things out. Um, and I got a little bit of experience at every place, you know, and I think that's a, a big thing in life. You learn, you know, every, everything's a learning opportunity. Okay. And then I just figured out one day that I didn't want to work for anybody else. I didn't like taking orders from other people. I just wanted to do my own thing. Um, so I took all the stuff that I loved and worked out how to monetize it. Now, give, give me an example because um, whilst, you know, in, in the internet marketing circles, you, you're known as the internet marketing guru and, you know, you, you put out a, a lot of stuff that, that's designed for internet marketers, but you're in a whole bunch of other niches as well. Can you give me an example of what other niches you're in? 
Yeah, sure. Um, I, it's it's largely things I'm interested in. So I've always been uh, a keen magician, conjurer, um, card tricks especially. Mentalism's always been something that fascinates me. And mm-hmm. so I have got products out in that niche. I've got a, a, a book which is full of uh, entirely original card magic that I invented that's been published somewhere um there is uh, and then there's other things i do in that niche yeah uh, i'm fascinated tarot, tarot me... cards and new age stuff i've got yeah. i make money in those niches yeah um i'm fascinated so, yeah. can i can i tell you why though and yeah. i mean in in the time that i've gotten to, to know you i've never known this um i was and unfortunately i am now a lapsed member um, but I was a, men, a member of the International Brotherhood of Magicians and uh, oh, wow. the Society of American Magicians as well. Yeah, I, oh, well, I a, was as well. Yeah, have I an was. absolute passion for it. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. We must talk about that sometime. It's amazing how many people uh, in marketing, yeah. uh, some of them have an interest in that as well. Yeah. Um, I, I, I know quite a few guys that do what we do doing mm-hmm. this marketing stuff all the time because I don't want to go and perform. I used to be a performer, um, yeah. but I don't like performing. I don't, I want to work. I want to just be here doing stuff I love and yeah. I'm not a massive people person. I know you have to come across as that online. <laughs> um, and I have spoken on stage and I've done all those things because sometimes you just have to overcome your fears and do them. Yeah. But, those things, although I overcame my fear and I did them, they weren't things that I decided I really wanted to do. Mm. And I thought, I do like teaching, so I teach from a computer screen. And and I, I make videos and tutorials, and, and I just really teach people what it is I know and what it is I do. Which is, it's fantastic because, I mean, you know, just chatting to you now, I was, I was thinking um, the other day I've got, I've got a couple of uh, orchids at home and, and my orchid journey has been a very long and awkward orchid journey because I managed to kill them successfully many, many times. And where did I turn when I wanted to know what I was doing wrong and how to do? The internet. And right. two's nuts, there's a bunch of people that are, are, are selling things on the internet, advice, booklets, the whole lot. Now my orchids are happy and thriving thanks to that. Somebody put that together and somebody made money. Um, exactly. The other day, uh, my fiance and I were thinking about, you know, let's, let's do something. Uh, it was, in fact, just before Christmas. Let's do something creative, artsy, crafty, handmade. Um, and uh, we went online and decided we were going to go into find out how to make uh, these, these fizz balls, these bath bombs and all sorts of things. What did we end up doing? We ended up buying um, books online on how to do it. Um, yep. And again, they, they, that somebody had a passion for this, and they just took that and put it into a form that people um, would, would, would purchase. So it, it makes sense to me when you say pick something that you're passionate about. But when people look at it, you go, oh, no, it's way too much. There's too much. I don't know where to start. I don't know how to do it. Um, I think when I first started talking to you, I was like, I don't know. I don't understand it. There's funnels and there's this and there's that and there's the next thing. And then I have to do autoresponders and then I have to. And you were like, just calm, calm down. Yeah, <laughs> and start do one thing at a time. You can only do one thing at a time. Yeah, it's, you you have to work out what your start point is. So let's say let's say you just you went well. I, I let's say you really loved orchids. I know you don't because you just bought books that you could <laughs> make sure yours didn't die. But let's say that, that that led into a real passion for orchids and growing them and whatever else. Yeah, just the fact you love that thing, it doesn't mean you have to be the person 
photographing orchids or right but it you can you can if it's a topic you love you can act very much as a reporter uh and most websites uh, a lot of websites out there i say most a lot of websites are reporter websites in other words they're saying i'm going to collate all the best information on orchids on my website Mm-hmm. And they start off by doing that, and they'll be pointing to loads of free resources and all the other orchid sites and whatever else. And then, then they'll do something like maybe they'll put a paygate up on the site because it becomes popular. And now you've built a membership site that you're charging for. Yeah. Or they put all the they curate all the best tips they found into one book. That now has value. Okay, all that information is on that website already for free. Yeah, but when yeah. you curate it into a book that someone's got in one place, and so they don't have to search for our website, that becomes worth something. Mm, yeah. So these things aren't massive steps; they're just. Uh, but you have to know there's money in the niche that you're going to go into, um, and there are ways of checking that out. You can you can look on. Uh, there are tools on Google for free that you can go to, and um, you can put in a keyword, and it'll tell you how many people are looking for that thing on the internet. Yeah. Uh, because obviously, if you pick something that no one's looking for and no one's interested in, then you're not going to make any money. This is this is true, but I mean, the, the the idea then is that something like this, if you're starting something on on online, do it with a sense of passion, but but. Don't expect to make money in the first, what, three months, six months? Depends how quick you work. Uh-huh. I mean, honestly, I've I've gone into some niches. Now, bear in mind, I've learned the skills now. I, I learned how to write copy and, and how to write persuasively. That's really important because if you're going to be building a site and sending out marketing messages, you, know, you need to know how to write a marketing message. Uh, so, you know, I, I obviously I've got the skills now. When I break into a new niche now, I'm looking very much to try and make money out of it almost immediately. I want to know there's money in the marketplace, so I go out there and I put things out there that will tell me that. But I can be a bit more aggressive now. I can afford to spend money on advertising and things like that, and I know not everyone can. Mm. Uh, so I move really quick, um, and and it is possible to move fast. Um, okay. in fact, I think you've got to. You get bored otherwise if you do anything like me. Yeah, well, they, 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 there's, there's a saying, you know, fail fail fast and fail forward. So, you know, yes. learn learn from point. your mistakes. Um, just a quick one. If anybody uh, would like to uh, ask Andy any questions, you can SMS us. 41348 is the SMS line. Uh, those SMSs charged at one rand fifty. Otherwise, you can WhatsApp us. 084 Zero eight four eight double two zero nine three eight. If you are listening to this later in podcast form, uh, we'll put some contact details on there as well, uh, so that you can get hold of uh, Society Eleven or check out Society Eleven Moneymakers. Also, another great group. That's a free one, isn't it? That's a free one on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll probably put a link up to the the Moneymakers group on Facebook. Um, I haven't stopped by there in a while. Uh, how is that going? Yeah, it's growing actually. We are. Um, and then what's interesting is that people come in there and that group grows and then they see how much that we drop. Obviously, we drop tasters of what we do in there. So they get to see little bits. And then then pretty much most people get reached the point where they just go, if they're doing this for free, I want to know what's in the pay group. 
<laughs> because it must be amazing. And then they come and they join that. And of course, as you know, once you join the pay group, you've got very few people drop out. We've got a great retention rate. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just it's 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 the kind of people that are in there. They're ethical. Um, everybody's prepared to help. And uh, you also very, very often, aside from, from learning, and I'm, I'd, I've, I learned a lot initially by lurking, and I haven't been nearly as active this year as I should be, um, but I did. And then when I asked the questions, I, I, you know, everybody's always happy to help. I think it's well, well worth it. Um, you know, if you're starting a journey and you want to get into online marketing, then uh, the best thing that you can do is start off, I would reckon, with the, the Society 11 Moneymakers group on Facebook. Um, you just look Society 11, so it's Society, the number 11, Moneymakers, and then it'll pop up. Yep, there you go. Cool. When we come back, we'll be chatting a little bit more with uh, Andy Brocklist. I want to f- chat to you about some of uh, the things and products that you've just recently launched. And uh, if somebody wants to pop by your website, what they can find there and uh, where a good place to start would be. We'll do all of that when we come back. My special guest this okay. evening, Andy Brocklehurst. It is What's Involved. And uh, my special guest on the line with me from the UK uh, is Andy Brocklehurst. I actually just, it struck me now, I'm, I'm getting slightly envious because you guys are heading towards summer now, aren't you? Starting to. You wouldn't <laughs> think it if you saw the weather. <laughs> yeah, but the, the UK's got like, I don't know, you get like four seasons in one day there, so you never do know. Yeah, we do. It's, it is, and it's been like that today. It was really pleasant earlier, and now it's chucking it down out there. So. Uh, yeah, anyway, we, we don't even want to discuss global warming. We've got uh, coronavirus to worry about right now. Yeah, um, I don't know anything about that. I have never, i got to tell you, I have never seen this radio studio as clean and as disinfected as tonight. I promise you. Yeah, no, there's there's hand sanitizers all over the place. There's, oh, sure, it's hectic, hectic. People are worried. People are concerned. Um, but anyway, we're talking about uh, making some money and making some money online. Um, one of the great resources uh, for people that are, are wanting to, to, to start off with is your website because um, lately, and I really, I don't know what, what sort of response you've had, but lately you've been posting these reviews of products and whether you would say they're good or bad, that's now my go-to place. If I, if I see something advertised, I go and see what Andy has to say about it. Um, yeah, I haven't reviewed so much recently mm-hmm. uh, and there is a reason for that um, and that reason is back to what we were saying at the beginning where a lot of what's been pumped out into the well-known marketplaces now, it just isn't any good. And I have a very strict policy about trying to, you know, the the problem is you can review a product and it's rubbish and that's fine, but you don't make any money by telling people this product's rubbish. I mean, obviously you, you, you help them not make the mistake of buying it. Yeah. uh, and, And, and you gain their respect because of that, but it's not really that profitable to, to tell people, that's rubbish and and that's so i do try and keep it more positive um and what i've done instead is start just teaching people how to work out for themselves whether a product is telling the truth on the sales page or not okay but but it's still a great resource because you've got some really interesting blog posts there and of course your own products Uh, i think the first product i ever bought um from you uh was a a, a pdf called the truth t-r-e-w-t-h uh, said in the in the true pummy way, the truth, uh, and that was that was a bit of an eye opener. It, yes, it was meant to be. I, I mean, that funny enough was talking about 
the same thing about the fact that marketplaces were in decline. And I think where we're at now is just a little bit further on down that road. Um, and I sort of spelled out in that book where it was at and where it would head if it didn't clean itself up. But also how you can rise above that and um, and still do very well in the digital information business. Okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about uh, about some of the stuff uh, that that you've just released because I see you released something uh, fairly recently, um, which which you say uh, I just briefly read the sales page. It was uh, uh, been released before you've redone it, revamped it. Talk to me about that. Yeah, well, basically, about nine years ago, a guy called Lee McIntyre was doing seminars up and down the country. And he sold access to some of those webinars, either as DVDs or in membership sites or various other ways. Um, and there was one particular set of training that I had watched that really made a huge difference to my online income. Now, bear in mind, I'm not saying this is a beginner's product because I was not a beginner when I got it. Um, I had already put products out. I'd got started. I'd put a product out. I'd sold. I'd sold eBooks. I'd sold a couple of other things, and just found. So I already knew how the technology worked, if you like. Mm-hmm. What this is is more the theory and and real in the trenches stuff about building continuity programs. And what he taught on that revolutionised my business quite a bit. And years later, I was thinking back and reminiscing uh, about some of the, the like the seminal moments in my business life, if you like, things, but courses or books or things that have made the biggest difference. And I remembered that one, and I dug it back out, and I watched it again. And it was brilliant, and um, I was like, "This is still one hundred percent relevant." So I tracked down the rights. The guy that originally created it isn't interested anymore. He's um, running a far bigger company went on to far bigger better things um and i was like okay so i I tracked down the rights got the rights and then i spent a little bit of time uh i say i spent a little bit of time i did uh, with a bit of help from my outsourced video guy we remastered the video footage because it was wasn't the best quality we edited it down a little bit and took out bit just rubbish we took out we didn't strip any real any content uh, and have repackaged it. And that's basically what's on offer there on continuityoverdrive.com. Continuityoverdrive.com. So if you are a, a bit of an experienced marketer and you'd like to uh, learn something more, uh, as I said, I had a look at the sales page. looks brilliant. Uh, definitely something I'd like to dive into. Um, so you can go and check that out. Where, where else, though, Andy, would we go as beginners? I mean, we want to do this. I know that, like, the truth was, was for me, was, it was a great book. Where, what else can I have a look at that will give me some insight and help me along my path to learning? If I wanted okay. to now get into this. They're right. Number one, there is a lot of there's a lot of good free stuff, as you've already mentioned, on my website. People can start there. The Moneymakers group that we mentioned on Facebook is a great group to join because you're not just talking to me, then you're talking to other people who uh, are experienced in doing this sort of thing and we'll, we can help point you in the right direction. Because the thing is, Doing something for yourself at home isn't going to be the same for everyone. Yeah. So yeah. 
for you, it might be, you know, you, you've got an interest in a certain topic and it just so happens that because of the, the nature of the audience, the best way for you to go would be to do, I don't know, a, a, a membership site, a blog with a pay gate on it. And somebody else, it might be better just to bring out a book or a video or, a, you know, so everyone's different. And so you need to work out exactly what it is you know, what it is you love and how you're going to disseminate that information. And then, and how to monetize it. That's the first things you've got to figure out. Okay. Once you've got a plan in your head, then it's all action. Okay. Because another thing that amazed me is, is the other day I saw you guys talking about it and, and I took one look at it and I went, nah, that's not for me. Um, but Kindle, these, these, these Kindle, what do they call them? The, the short, short books? What, what short reads. Kindle short reads. Kindle um, short reads. I mean, a lot of people are seeming to do that at the moment. I've seen a couple of guys in the group doing it, um, and they seem to be doing very well. There's, there's two ways of making money on Amazon Kindle as an author. Uh, one is be a really good author and write a really good book um, and, you know, and it will get picked up and noticed and, 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 I mean, you have to do a little bit of marketing behind it, but it will do well. That's obviously the traditional way. There are some clever people that have figured out semi-automatic ways. I wouldn't say to game the system, but to put the kind of content people are looking for uh, at their fingertips and then offer it at a low price as a 99 or a 2.99 Kindle book, and let's face it: when we're searching online for information, we get impatient. Amazon ranks really well on Google, so if people searching Google, they also get Amazon ads. A lot mm. of people search on Amazon. Up come the book titles, and if you've got two or three titles in that topic, and yours are, you know, getting listed by the right keywords, then you're likely to make some sales, even if they're not necessarily the most in-depth books on the market. So basically, it's, it's it, and again, it goes down to what you're passionate, boils down to what you're passionate about, um, and then collating that information and putting it out there, Kindle just being one platform. Right. Absolutely. Uh, but the reason we were talking about Kindle so much was because we, uh, Kurt and I do what we often do. We work out ways of automating things. Uh, because if you've, if you've got an idea and you go, well, I can, that can make money, there always comes a point where you've got to scale up. Yeah. And if you are a writer and you're going to write everything yourself, you're, you're, you're just going to, you know, you're, you're limited by your output capacity. If you outsource to people, you're now only limited by how many outsources you can find. If you can work out a way of automating a process with a computer, now you're like, well, it's pretty much not costing me anything apart from a bit of electricity and maybe some software that I needed. And, and that's just getting on on its own now. And that's where we sort of get passive income systems. And, and the Kindle creator was something that sort of fell down there. You had to choose a niche. You had to go and design a cover. You had to do a couple of things. But it pulled all the content together for you. And we just found a way of automating it, which is why we were talking about it as much as we were in the membership site. Okay, but again, one of those things where you get to learn about that kind of stuff if you are part of Society Eleven. Um, what is it? What is the membership going for at the moment? I think you can get it at thirty-seven eleven at the minute. Thirty-seven eleven has to have the eleven in there. Very important. Oh, we put the eleven in for a reason. It was a good idea. Someone said to us, "Oh, you know what you should do? 
you should make your subscription. I can't remember who told us this. It's great, isn't it? Make your subscription odd amount because there's not everyone selling membership for th- for twenty seven dollars, thirty seven dollars, forty seven dollars. Yeah. And when they freak out about how much money they got going out, and they go to PayPal, and they bring up the cancellation thing. People accidentally cancel the wrong programs because they they just look and go, oh, 47, that'll be the one. Yeah. And so to stand out, we made our price with an 11 in it always. And then that way, if people go in and start counting, oh, no, that's a site 11. And it, 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 yeah. and it has definitely makes a difference to retention. So it's a regular idea. I mean, obviously, don't do 11. We're doing that. But, <laughs> in your, you know, do whatever. Do an odd amount on a on a recurring membership. Um, well, if you if you are sort of within the sound of our voices uh, in in whatever format you're listening to this, um, it is well worth investing in uh, in Society Eleven, getting a membership there. Um, and you can look it up. Uh, there's a Facebook group, uh, the Society Eleven website. Um, there's links from your yeah. site as well, isn't there? Yes, join society com. I tell everyone about Society11 because it genuinely is... Kurt, Kurt and I started it because we wanted a place for like-minded ethical marketers to come and learn and not get burnt. And uh, that's why we set it up, and that's why I'm deeply passionate about the group. Uh, we got people from all different skill levels in there. Uh, you will find top marketers in there. You'd be surprised at some of the people that are inside Society11. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's... It's something I'm passionate about, so I tell everyone about it. Um, it is, it is, it's something that I'm myself and Kurt are hugely proud of because it really did meet the goal that we started. The goal was never about can we make a lot of money out of Society Eleven. The goal really was can we can we bring together like-minded ethical marketers and give them the best stuff all in one place. And that was that was the aim, and that's what I believe we've done. And and the membership gives you the membership gives you access to to Society Eleven, so it's to the website. There's a members area. There's some really cool things in the members area. You get training tools, and then you get sort of the live support and things of a Facebook group. You can ask questions, no questions too stupid or whatever. Uh, we do lives in there as well. <clears throat> Yeah, where people can ask us anything on camera. You don't have to do that. You can just type a message to us in the group. Uh, so it's generally, I think, the, I mean, part of our mission statement for a society level is to make it the best value um, membership site for internet marketers. And I, 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 again, I believe we've done that. So. Un- unquestionably. I mean, the, the, those Friday, the Friday, well, for us, it's, it's sort of Friday late afternoon, uh, early evening uh, sometimes, but it's uh, the, the what you call an AMA and Ask Me Anything. Um, those are incredibly informative. Um, there's something I haven't had a chance to attend yet, uh, which uh, you guys have as well. I don't know if that's part of Society 11, the IM pub. Yeah, uh, the Iron Pub is open to anyone that wants to to turn up on a on a Friday night. It's our wind down, uh, but we give members of Society Eleven priority on the seats. We've only got there's only twelve seats for the Iron Pub. Ah, so you can you can check it out. It, it looks like a bunch of fun. Um, as I said, little little uh, little sort of. Uh past my bedtime really so uh, i haven't managed to join one of those yet um but uh, we we're sort of running out of time andy thank you so much for uh, for chatting to us gotcha. tonight um we look forward to doing this again now on a more regular basis now that we managed to kick it off um and uh, we'll continue to talk internet marketing how to make some money online what people need to do uh check it out society 11 uh, on facebook uh, otherwise society 11 money makers group uh, if you want any more information andy brocklehurst 
coast.com. Um, I'll post all of that in the podcast as well. Andy, thank you so much. Enjoy your evening in a cold thank and you, rainy UK. I will do. It's good talking to you. It always is. I loved it. Good. Chat to you again soon. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. There we go. That's Andy Brocklehurst on the line with us. Uh, always good to have a chat to him. Um, he has got some brilliant advice. So, uh, you know, well worth it. Well, well worth it.